We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Hi guys, welcome to episode 11 of SwiftCast. This is Belle, Ashley, Emily, and Haley. All four of us girls are here this week. Yay! 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 Yay. I'm finally back. Yay! Emily's back. And we're um, happy. As as promised last week, we are back to our weekly schedule, so you didn't have to wait two weeks between episodes. Yay. Yay. Um, if you didn't actually get a chance to catch our last episode, make sure you go back and listen, because we covered a lot of things, uh, including the CMT Awards and the CMA Fest, which is uh, a couple of your hosts were at, so we had a lot of cool stuff to talk about. So, an episode that you definitely don't want to miss. Just just saying. Just throw that in there. If you're smart. Um, if you're smart. <laughs> And if you like us. <laughs> Which we hope you do by now. We definitely hope that. Uh, just like last week, we have a lot to cover in this week's episode. Um, we want to thank you guys ahead of time because we asked you guys for your uh, opinions and stuff on some stuff. And we got a ton of people willing to participate. And that's what we wanted. So we're really happy about that. But we do have a really full episode. And if we did ask you like to uh, something and you like replied to us with an opinion or a thought and we didn't include it in the episode, it's actually going to... Uh, be part of a new surprise thing we have going in conjunction with your episodes, which we'll tell you about shortly. Oh, actually, I lied. I'll tell you about it right now. (laughs) (laughs) We decided that because you guys have so many awesome opinions and thoughts and we want to be able to kind of include everything and discuss everything, but there's only so much that we can do on an episode each week, otherwise it'd be like three or four hours long, um, that um, we actually created a WordPress blog to kind of go along with our episodes so um, if, like, you've submitted something to us that we didn't read on an episode, it's going to be part of, like, a blog that we're, you know, any any of the four of us can or will write. Um, that it's going to include all your thoughts and kind of include, like, our thoughts and kind of become, like, almost like a discussion blog, almost. It's going to be kind of fun. It's going to so, be awesome. Um, it is going to be awesome. And uh, that's just going to be at swiftcast13.wordpress.com. Easy to find. Awesome. Yay. Um, we'll link every time we write something, we'll be linking it on our Twitter and on Taylor Connect. So, you know, you guys, if you're following any of our social networking sites, which we hope that you are, you should be able to follow along with those blogs pretty quickly or pretty easily, too. So, yay. I'm very excited about that. I am, too. I am, too. Because sometimes there's just, like, random, cool Taylor things that we find or want to talk about throughout the week. And there's just not enough time in an episode to cover every single thing sometimes. So, speaking of Taylor-related things to cover, um, cover talking about the last few Red Shows. Well, actually, there's only been one Red Show since our last recording, which was yesterday, Saturday, June 22nd, in Winnipeg. And a couple exciting things happened at the show. For the first time on the B stage, Taylor sang Teardrops on My Guitar, which Aww. I was heartbroken that I was not there to see. That, yeah, that and Tim McGraw were... Th- were and are the two that I want to see the most and I really hope she plays them again and I was surprised that she hadn't played Teardrops yet because even though it's an older song I think a lot of people know it and I'm sure that that crowd really enjoyed it. If you were if you or anyone you know was there we'd love to hear about that show and what it was like because also what was unique about that show was Taylor came out with two different outfits that we haven't seen before on the tour Last week, we reported that she had a new shirt for the opening for State of Grace, Holy Ground, and Red. And then for this past show, she changed that shirt yet again. But it's still a, like a similar shirt. 
just slightly different. So I'm not sure what she's doing. Maybe she's just trying to confuse us. Maybe there really isn't a deeper meaning behind what she's doing, other than the fact that she's trying to stir us up and make us wonder if there is a deeper meaning. I think that's very possible, because I know that she said that the tour would be full of surprises, and I don't know, I just think maybe she's mixing it up for no reason. And maybe she's just like, eh, I'm bored, I think I'll just do this today. And so that, sneaky. that shirt was different. It was sort of like, it was still white and black collared shirt, but it was new. And then... For 22 and for her B-stage set, she normally wears, you know, the blue and white long sleeve striped shirt and red, like, skinny pants. And she changed it to pretty much the same shirt, but in a t-shirt and red shorts. So I think she just was trying to go along with the weather there because it's getting pretty warm now that we're getting into the summer. Yeah. Wasn't that a, an outdoor show last night? Yeah. Yeah, So I can see why she wouldn't want to be doing her whole 22 dance in long sleeves in the probably 80-something degree weather. Oh my god, I would die. Yeah, the guy, she'd, she'd probably be working up a little sweat there. So that would make sense. Yeah, it's still very classy. I and liked it. she'll be hanging out in Canada for the next week. On the 25th and 26th of this week, she'll be in Edmonton, which Grant has nicknamed Redmonton. <laughs> yes, alright. <laughs> I He's saw like, that. I want to get to this first before anybody else. That's so funny. That's pretty funny. I like it, though. I bet a lot of people will bring signs with Redmonton now. Yeah, they will. And then after that, on the 29th, next Saturday, she will be in Vancouver, which is the last Canadian show for this leg of the tour. And then she'll be heading back over to the U.S., which I'm super excited about because I get to see her in 13 days in Pittsburgh. Yay! Yay! And just to provide a teaser, we might have a very special, exciting episode for you after that show. There might be which, there might be some cool things to talk about, which yeah, may or um, may not be episode thirteen. Be. So expect something fun. We've been planning and plotting this one for a while, and it seems like all the pieces are working out perfectly. It's very exciting. Oh, and also something cool that was announced this week. As we know, Taylor announced the Australian leg of her tour, which will be in November and December. But this week it was announced that her opener will actually be Neon Trees, which, if you remember, were a surprise guest at the Newark show back in March. So it seems like, you know, that was sort of like their Taylor audition, maybe. And now she's bringing them (laughs) with her full time. Because I remember before Hot Shell Ray opened on the Australian leg of the tour, they performed together for Speak Now. She brought them out as a guest, so I kind of feel like that's her way of, like, testing out a band. That could be very true. Maybe. Because Ed isn't coming to Australia with her, right? I don't think so. Um, I don't think he is. I thought I heard that he wasn't. I he yeah, wasn't I don't think he is, her. so... And I think I heard that some other smaller group or singer in Australia was going to be, like, the opener-opener, so I think Neon Trees are going to be the main opener with a little bit of longer set. So that should be really cool. I really like them. I've never seen them live, and I'm jealous of all the Australian fans who are going to get to see them. They were really good in Newark. I just have to tell you that. Yeah, I saw the video. And it seems like Taylor and I forgot the lead singer's name. It seems like they have really good like chemistry and stage presence together. I met him. That's awesome. Yeah, it was right before they hit it big. I took my sister to see a concert, and they were opening, and 
he was outside talking and I was just chatting with him. He was really nice. And now he gets to go to Australia. Chelsea. That's super exciting. And as we know, Taylor always does a great job of picking her opening acts. She, yeah. <laughs> go Ed Sheeran 8 million times. Yay. Sorry, I just really like her judgment when it comes to opening acts. She has good bands. She does. <laughs> Make me happy. Oh, speaking of um, awesome Taylor things, uh, it is time for... Keeping up with... Swift! Woohoo! Woo! Alright, the first piece of news is the Much Music Awards. It aired June 16th, and Taylor won Favorite International Artist and Clash Group. So, stay tuned, because we're going to hear more about them later in the episode from a fan who may have been at the awards. Maybe. Dun, dun, dun. Possibly. Dun-dun-dun. We're not very subtle with our hints. We really no, aren't. We need to come up with better hints. <laughs> We're like, how can we hint to people that, you know, Taylor did this? Taylor did this, everyone! <laughs> and we're gonna talk about it more! <laughs> Our next bit of news is about the Teen Choice Awards. Taylor is nominated for Choice Female Artist, Choice Country Artist, and Choice Smile. You are supposed to be a teen to vote at the Teen Choice Awards, but... And that's all we're saying. That, that's all we're saying. You're supposed to be a teen. The awards will air on August 11th, live on Fox. Yay! But we do have some good Diet Coke news. Well, it's not really new news. It's more like reminder news. But right now, um, the finalists have been picked for the t-shirt designs. So you can go to dietcoke.com and vote for the t-shirt that you want. And it's kind of a cool interactive voting thing where you can like see what the shirt would actually look like on Taylor. It's kind of cool. Uh, by voting, you are actually entered for a chance to win a trip to meet Taylor at the last Nashville Red Show, which is super awesome. And you can vote up to five times a day. So technically, you can vote five times a day and get five times entered to win a chance to meet Taylor. And I think there's only about a week left. So as soon as you hear this, go do it right now. Yeah, I would yeah. get your vote on like right now. com right now. I know which design I'm rooting for, though I'm not going to share my opinion to bias anybody, but there's one that I really like. I, I've picked I've picked my favorite as well when I've been voting. In other online and social media related news, Taylor recently got a Vine. Yay! Which, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically an app where you can record little six-second video clips and upload them to facebook and twitter so i heard that a fan in club red taught her how to make one i don't know if that's true though no um i've seen the vine of the fan like showing taylor how to make a vine so okay so that happened. it's like been going around in tumblr or something well that's cool that somebody taught her something new and then she went and did it i would because she used to make way longer videos back in the day and we haven't gotten any of those in a long time yeah i'm thinking the vines are pretty much replacing her old video logs and so her first one was basically a little loop, three three second or so video of her and Meredith watching Titanic together, and it was adorable. Yeah, that was really cute. I thought it was Meredith so was like, cute. Okay. That's so something I do with my dog. <laughs> yeah, Meredith was just like, you know, Rose is all sitting there talking, and Meredith's like, I'm not impressed. And then a couple days later, she posted another one, a really cute one, of her and Selena having ice cream together. And they were in Mystic, Connecticut, and one of Belle's friends actually lives there and drove past and saw them. So that was super exciting for her. That was really funny when she was texting us both. 
Oh yeah, and then she was tweeting. She's like, I literally just drove past Taylor and Selena, and I'm like, oh, go stop the car and say hi. And then she like took a picture, which she didn't do, but she did take a picture that we'll post um probably on our Twitter sometime in the next couple of days when after we post this. And it's a picture of T- Selena and yeah, Selena and Taylor walking, um, with their bodyguard. But then behind them is this like trail of people following them in a single file line oh my god it's like the weirdest thing i've ever seen and i was like are, were people like bugging her and going up to her and she's like no no no. they were just all following her yeah was that like, was hilarious that is so weird and creepy <laughs> but she took a picture of it and it's really funny so i gotta remember to post it that's funny because i was gonna say like in the vine it just looks like you know they're two girls casually sitting on a bench eating ice cream but i was like you know there has to be a bodyguard standing like right outside the frame of the picture yeah, yeah. They did, they had one of the from one of her bodyguards with them and then there was a trail of people just following them down the sidewalk. Oh Maybe my like God. they wanted to go up to them but the bodyguards wouldn't let them get any closer, so they just kept following them. Probably. It was just really funny. It reminded me of like a cartoon. I was like, Is this real life? That's hilarious. I had like a David after dentist moment with that. So but they were adorable and I'm glad they're hanging out. I'm looking forward to lots more vines from Taylor. Well, our next one is new music co-write news. Taylor has co-written a song with John Oates from Hall and Oates fame. He says it will be released within the next 12 months. That makes me wonder if it'll be like on his album or something or because 12 months seems a little soon for Taylor to have a new album. Well, we all we all know that she puts out her album every two years. And then another thing that she's also said is that she, I mean, while she is writing for those two years, it's only like the most recent year that ends up, usually ends up on her albums. So I'm thinking if he said it's going to be released, it's probably he'll be releasing it as like his song. Yeah, that's 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 the impression I got. I mean, the way I, interp- the way I interpreted that. There we go. It's so funny how like so many people try and you know downplay her and say that she only writes about this and this and whatever and then you see these like really famous and so well respected artists and songwriters that are just dying to work with her yep (laughs) so it's just like i i feel like why don't people realize that how respected she actually is you know because like well, I mean, it's it's the situation like this, Ashley. It's it's the same thing that goes with any kind of bullying. It's like they're picking on they they're making up reasons to pick on her because they want to pick on her, not because she actually did anything to get right. Picked on, I know, but it's just you know? you know every time that I hear something like this, it just like makes me feel like a victory for all of us who support her because she's so amazing. But I'm super intrigued to see what kind of song they did together since they obviously are you know, very different ages and have very different experiences and stuff. Our next bit of news is about Taylor by Taylor Swift. The fragrance is currently available from Ulta.com. The smaller perfume bottle is $50, while the larger perfume bottle is 60 The hair mist is $20 and the roller ball is 18 Ashley already has the fragrance in hand. What can you tell us what it smells like? As soon as I... Well, I was so excited when I got it because it was just, it was the most exciting package I could have ever opened because I just had no idea what it smelled like. I was so excited to smell it for the first time. And the first thing that I noticed before I even like fully unwrapped it was it smells pretty strong. Like Wonderstruck, I feel like you have to kind of, you can put on a lot, like it's not as strong, but this one, like you really only need a little bit because it's just a really strong scent. It's very citrusy. And very floral. It's definitely, like, 
I would describe it as a summer scent, which kind of surprised me because from how Taylor described it, I expected more of like a classic scent so you, you could wear all year, but I kind of feel like this is one that you would wear mostly in the summer. That worries me because I ordered it. Well, you can wear it all summer. I mean, you can wear it all the time. I just True. Like, the, the scent of it just makes me think of summer, but some people might interpret it differently. I don't know. I mean, I wear Wonderstruck all year, but I also feel like Wonderstruck is more of like a fall-winter scent, but I just wear it anyway because I love it. Right. But I wear Enchanted all the time. <laughs> I wear Wonderstruck all the time. Like, the best word I can use to describe it is citrusy, if that makes sense. And the bottle is gorgeous, which I know we already had seen pictures of it, but just having it sitting on my dresser makes me very happy. I have my little Wonderstruck family. I'm kind of jealous now. Or my Taylor perfume family of my two Wonderstrucks and then Taylor bottle in the middle. I need to get enchanted. I told one of our fans on Twitter that when I go to the Pittsburgh show in a couple weeks, I'm going to try and get some samples from the T-Swift fragrance booth. So if anybody is desperate for a sample, if you live in the U.S., because I'm sorry, it'll just cost me too much, but if you want me to mail you a sample and you live in the U.S., tweet me and I will try and get one for you. And hopefully it'll be in Macy's and other stores like that soon. Hopefully, because I really, I, haven't, I actually haven't had a chance to get it yet, so we'll have to do that sometime in the near future. I'm sorry that I can't spray some and send it to you electronically. <laughs> well, why not? Can't you just spray it through Skype and the computer? <laughs> yeah, and, you seriously, know? Ashley, make this happen. Gosh. Work on it. <laughs> do it. In other interesting Taylor news, beyond besides the perfume, and this is a what I thought was sort of an interesting uh, event that happened is um, I'm sure that you've all, or most people are slightly familiar with the whole uproar with Abercrombie and Fitch when their CEO made a statement about uh, not that long ago about wanting only pretty people to wear his clothes or something like that. I don't know the exact quote, but that was sort of a bit of an uproar. And then um, Taylor had actually modeled for them when she was like 14. Recently, a picture sh- surfaced of a shirt that said, the number sign, more boyfriends than T-S. So, of course, everybody interpreted that as Taylor Swift. And my timeline on Twitter went crazy. <laughs> like, went crazy. My god, it was cr- so It was insane. Yeah, that was... E-man. Yeah, this is this was definitely a Twitter craze that, yeah, was huge. And, Within um, hours. Everybody started tweeting them and calling their customer service line. And... It's, it got so outrageous that they actually discontinued the shirt. Can I say my opinion of this? Because I, I feel very strongly that I am right, but I could be wrong. This is just my opinion. But this is my interpretation of the whole situation. The shirt came out on whatever day that was this week. What? Wednesday? Tuesday? It just seemed to come out of nowhere. And the second that it got out, everybody was flipping out. And then by that night, it was already discontinued. Abercrombie has been around for a while they have people that i'm sure at least somewhat know what they're doing and they would know that releasing the shirt would obviously outrage taylor's fans because it's so insulting so it's not like they didn't know that this outrage was going to happen they know how many fans she has they know that her fans are very vocal whenever they don't like something that's going on i really think that they only released this shirt just for all of the negative attention they knew that they would get, just to capitalize on Taylor's name, because they knew then how many people would be talking about it. I actually agree with you 100%, but here's where I get confused. 
Um, after that comment that came out not that long ago from the CEO about, you know, pretty people only wearing their clothes and they don't want to carry above a size large and stuff like that. Um, their stock, I was I'm actually reading an article, um, their stock plummeted literally 17% from that. Like a huge uproar happened, you know, and people stopped shopping there. Well, here's what I so, have to well, say I, to that, though. I think a lot more people, if you think about the whole demographic of not just the U.S., but wherever their products are sold, I think a lot more people would be offended over that that would have that effect on it, on their stock, than the number of people that would be upset about Taylor. There's enough people that don't like Taylor or don't care that are still going to buy their stuff that it's not going to affect them as badly. Well, you know, I agree with you, but here's, like, that's what I'm, the point I'm trying to make, is I'm like, on one hand, I think that, you know, they were probably like, oh, our stock huge plummeted, we have to do something to get our name in the press and whatnot. But, like, at the same time, I don't know what they accomplished, because, yeah, they accomplished, obviously, people talking about it, as we are on the podcast right now, but they're not going to accomplish increasing their sales or customer loyalty through it in any way, shape, or form. I don't run a company, so, you know, I don't know. I don't have, I'm not, the, I'm not the CEO of a huge company like that, but if I was, and I made a huge mistake and said something stupid and, you know, got a bunch of people angry enough to the point where they refused to give me any more business and my stock plummeted 17%, I would want good press and not bad press. Exactly. Because, I mean, on one hand, people always say, okay, attention is attention, negative or positive, which is true in itself, but... In this case, you would want to do something to get your sales and your customers back on your side, and well, this would not be it. But here's my other question, though, and I mean, this is kind of sad if it's true, but I do think it's possible. Do you think that there are enough people who either really don't like Taylor or just don't care about her, really, who would find it funny and actually like Abercrombie more because they did this? Well, here's another question I raised to you in addition to that one. Okay, the shirt says number of boyfriends or number more boyfriends than Taylor Swift. So essentially, at first, they're basically trying to put Taylor down for how many boyfriends she's had when the fact that she's only had a handful of six boyfriends in six years isn't even the point, of, isn't even where I'm going to go right now at all. But besides that, if you're wearing that shirt, if they're I trying to put her down for having, more, for having a certain amount of boyfriends, wearing that shirt, you would be putting yourself down, essentially. I know. Exactly. I know. That's why, that's... So to me, I this is this is where I get confused because I'm like, so if you're trying to put Taylor down with this shirt, the person that's going to be wearing that shirt, you're going to be putting down even more essentially. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's why I don't get it. I'm like, you, you, you're not. I don't know. Like the point just seems See, that's, not. That's what brings me back to my original thought was that there was really no thought thinking behind it other than just to capitalize on using Taylor's name. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, if they're trying to put her down for how many boyfriends she has, and then they're trying to get a customer to buy a shirt saying they've had even more boyfriends than Taylor. That's pretty pathetic. What is that saying about their customer, according to their own message? I mean, I think they also kind of have a history of just having, like, sarcastic t-shirts where the people don't necessarily take the message seriously. Like, the people that are into those things will just kind of wear it just to be funny and not really be serious. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I think in the end it'll kind of just be a wash. Like, I don't think it'll significantly boost or hinder their sales. I think it was just kind of pointless, honestly. Yeah, I I, I mean, the whole thing was just a few yards short of a goal line. And, I mean, as Swifties, we've accomplished a lot and we stand up for Taylor, but 
quite honestly, I don't think that it was all the fans' complaints that got them to take the shirt away. I don't think they ever intended on keeping the shirt. No, I agree. I mean, the whole situation seemed, I mean, okay, so it took them a few days of complaints to get rid of the shirt. And when they did, by the time they did, if you called the customer service line, there was actually a message on the customer service line that said, if you're calling about the Taylor Swift shirt, please note that it is no longer available. They're ridiculous. Like, and so to me, that says, like, you you had this game plan. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they ever intended to keep it either. I think they were just trying to get attention. But again, again, I say, I don't know what you're hoping to accomplish through that attention. Because, I mean, I have never in my life bought clothes from Abercrombie and Fitch because I've never been preppy. Like, that's never been my thing. But um, even if I... I don't know, like, I especially wouldn't now, after not only the Taylor thing, but the thing before that, too. Like, they're not doing anything to make me have any interest in purchasing their clothes whatsoever, so I don't really, I don't know. Well, should we move on to yet another controversial piece of Taylor news this week? Ah, yes. (laughs) It's one of those weeks. So, many of you also may have heard that John Mayer released a song called Paper Doll, which is supposedly about Taylor. And from the lyrics, it seems pretty likely that it is about her. Uh, Here's a couple different clips from the lyrics. He said, You're like 22 girls in one, and none of them know what they're running from. So, obviously, a reference to the number 22. And then he said, Someone's gonna paint you another sky, which we all know the lyric from Dear John. Paint me a blue sky, and etc. Go back and turn it to rain. So... I'm thinking it's about Taylor. <laughs> I mean, the thing that, like, like confuses me about, about this song, and I get confused by a lot of things a lot of people do, obviously, <laughs> if you haven't noticed that by now. Um, I don't know. People's motivations are kind of a mystery to me. What can I say? But the thing that, like, caught my attention is that, like, I mean, this is a completely different, like, song situation than, like, the Taylor Joe song situation. Because you had Forever and Always, then he fired back with a bunch of remarks and much better. And then she fired back on him and Camila with Better Than Revenge. And that was kind of like, yeah, song war, you know? Okay. Yeah. But this is like, this is a whole different kind of vibe to me because I feel like I I have listened to this. It took him, like, what, over three years since the time that they were allegedly together to come out with this. So obviously he didn't write it in the heat of whatever emotion that he felt when they were together or broke up. Yeah, there's that. And... I mean, yeah, first of all, it took him forever to write this after Dear John came out. And then second, like, it's not You're a song, to, like, the, I mean, the way that I interpret the song, and I have listened to it, um, is, like, it's not even a diss on her. It's almost like a... It's kind of, it's kind of just, like, commentary. Kind of, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's not, it's not even like, you know, I'm firing back at you. It's more like, oh, I, I get it, you think you're fragile. Or I don't, I, I don't know, the message is, like, I don't really understand the message. Emily, what were you saying? I actually like the song, Unpopular Opinion, here. (laughs) I think what I got out of it was that, you know, this thing happened, and I think, you know, there might have been something that went on in the relationship that didn't make sense to him or something, you know. I, I don't know, maybe she took something the wrong way, and, you know, she was young in that situation, in that relationship, and he's sick. He's basically telling her that you know it didn't work out with me, but with the whole someone's gonna paint you another sky, meaning you're gonna find someone who's gonna love you and they're gonna treat you right. 
Yeah, that's. I think that's part of what was confusing to me is is it almost sounded like not an apology so much as like a I'm not angry anymore. But then you think about that, and then you think about the fact that he could not stop. He basically could not shut up about Dear John going. That's cheap songwriting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, so you 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 were basically like butt hurt <laughs> about Dear John, but then you go and write this and. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe you know, I'm not giving him enough credit because it has been three years and people can calm down and, you know, and, like, change their perspective on things in a couple of years. So maybe, like, that's, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. I mean, again, this is all alleged. Like, he has never outright said in an interview, this is about Taylor Swift. This is all just our interpretation. And I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, it's definitely not really a diss to her. It's definitely not as harshly worded as Dear John was. But Taylor did write that, obviously, at the peak of her emotion. But uh, even if it was blatantly dissing her, well, of course, that would make me upset. You have to acknowledge that, I mean, if Taylor has the right to write about any guys that she dates, of course they have the right to do the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not... No, I mean, I think some people just were mad just that he was writing about her in general and it's just like i'm sure that she expected that and i'm sure she even wondered like what took you so long yeah that's probably true i have seen people seem to get like upset about the song and i do agree with you it's like in my opinion you can't have a double standard it can't be okay for you but not okay for someone else or okay for your idol but not okay for someone you know what i mean i mean we can hope that they'll be you know somewhat respectful in what they like write and choose to reveal publicly and stuff but the bottom line is, if Taylor can do it, it's everybody that she dates can do it, I mean, too. yeah, she's not the only one that can write songs about her life and relationships and feelings. Like, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Taylor cheerleader, you know, and not so much a cheerleader of her exes, but at the same time, like, you know, that is a right. And I, and like I said, I'm not even, like, I, I'm not even, I don't even feel like the song was offensive to her. Like, I, I expected it to be, just because of how much he complained, like, you know, about Dear John, but then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to listen to it and just see, because I didn't want to assume. And I listened to it, and I just kind of sat there for a few minutes confused. I was like, this is interesting. Not what I expected. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, I mean, even if you are a diehard Taylor fan like we are, I do think that you should go listen to it, because it is interesting, and it will make you think. All right, and in another news, this is a little bit related to Taylor, just because she did tweet about it. Chet? Flippo passed away, and she tweeted, We've lost Chet Flippo, one of my favorite journalists who devoted his life to writing about music from a place of integrity. So sad. I went back and read a couple of his articles about her, and actually the last article that he wrote before he passed away was covering her performance at the CMT Awards. And there was one that he had written from quite a while ago about, I think it was when she was first getting popular, about why, or well, it had to have been when she was already pretty famous, but he was basically explaining why there could never be another Taylor Swift. And he was explaining this really interesting theory about how, like, music kind of goes in, I think it was seven-year cycles, and, like, every seven or so years, there's, like, some new big name, and I don't know. I mean, I don't think Taylor's gonna go away in a year, but... (laughs) What he was explaining made sense and just said that, you know, this is Taylor's time and there's never going to be anyone else like her. And on to not-so-sad news. Yay! As you all know, (laughs) Red is Taylor's new single. Yay! 
And we asked all of you to let us know what you thought about this and what your predictions were Thank for you. the music video and just basically how you felt about it being single. And we heard from so many of you, which was amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, you guys so are awesome. much, guys. You are amazing. We love hearing your opinions because, you know, we're only four people and we have our own opinions, but we want to include as many different views as possible just so that we can accurately represent the fandom. And thank you again. And we'll definitely be posting more questions like this in the future about things Taylor does and wanting to get your thoughts. So we heard from so many people and we're going to read a few of them now. But for all of the ones that we don't read, they're going to be up on our blog, every single one with the person's name to give you all credit. So thanks again. And so here's a couple comments that we got. The first one was from Tori on Facebook, and she said, I think it's great that Red is the next single. If it's anything like when Fearless was a single, I bet the music video for Red will include footage from the Red tour. Can't wait. I hope it's like that. that. Yeah, I love that. That would be really adorable. I think it would be really cool if they did, like you said, how it would be a tour video, but if they literally, like, did color shading along with the song. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh my god, I love this idea. Like, you know, loving him is red, and then, like, you see everything in red, and then, like, all these, like, like specific powerful bits of her tour, like, parts from, like, The Lucky One, and, um... Like, um, I knew you were trouble. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, each piece of the video is, like, a section that sort of represented that color. And then it would be in that shading of that color. I want it now. Give it to me. And the next comment that we got was from at XSWhiteT on Twitter, who said, I think it will be a successful country pop hit and will get her a nomination for country awards shows. I really did like that she played it during the CMTs. Yeah, like I think we said last week, that was really the perfect song choice for that audience. I agree. I think, you know, and I think that um, XS White T, I think he really hit it on the head with the fact that it's country pop, because I think that it's like sort of the perfect song where you you can hear country in it, but it's perfectly fine for pop radio, too. And I think it's a great way to kind of like bring people into the other genres, you know, that's kind of a great gateway song between country and pop. And our next comment was from future CMT star on Taylor Connect, and they said, kind of hoping for a story music video instead of a tour video. A lot of emotions are captured by Red, and I think it could have a really good storyline, and I just want another country music video, but I'll be happy with whatever I get. I think that that could, that could definitely sort of tie in, like, I think it would be really cool to have a story video, but I think you could tie in a story through um, scenes from the tour. Does that make any sense? Definitely. I don't know, but that's just that's just my. And also, I mean, Taylor probably doesn't have a lot of time to film a full video right now. And as we were saying last week, um, I felt really, really dumb for like being skeptical about the "Everything Has Changed" video because no matter what Taylor does, she pulls it off brilliantly. That she does. So whatever, like I'm just gonna go with this is what I have sort of have this vision in my head of what I hope for with this with this video. But I'm just going to go with the fact that I'm just going to be completely content and completely satisfied with knowing that whatever she does, it's going to be amazing. And it's probably going to be more amazing than something I can come up with. So I'm just going to trust Taylor this time and not be skeptical like I was with the other video because I felt dumb being skeptical after I saw it. And really quick, we wanted to give just shout outs to everybody who sent in comments. Well, this isn't even everybody, but a lot of you. And then even more will be on our blog. So we want to say thank you to Kayla from Facebook. Asha from Facebook, 
Sarah Khan, who emailed us, 13 underscore Swiftfin underscore 13 on Twitter. And then from Taylor Connect, we have quite a few people. We have Little Town Street 13, Heart Sophie XX, Demiosi. I'm sorry if I didn't say your name correctly. And then we have Taylor Swift Awesomeness, My Winter Firefly, and Simply Swifty Wonderstruck 13, and That Mess of a Dreamer, Swiftly 13, Long Live Swift on Taylor Connect, and finally Rebecca Ormesher on Twitter. So thank you to all of you who gave us your opinions. And we're going to put those up on our on our WordPress blog swiftcast13.wordpress.com so all of your stuff will be up there and thank you so much for submitting and yeah you guys just keep on submitting whenever like we have a discussion point because we really want to like include your thoughts because like Ashley said like there's only four of us and you guys can sometimes think of stuff that we can't and like we just we want to talk about what you guys think and not just what we think and now it's time for mini segments I love I love mini segments they're so much fun Our first one is from Kayla Schaefer on Twitter, and it is uh, Dying to Smell Taylor, a fragrance, and none of the alphas near me have it yet, so I won't get, and they won't have it till next week at the earliest. Swifty problems. Our next one is from, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce this, at I-W-E-U-T-A-1999 on Twitter, and they said, no one is helping us trend Lithuania wants Taylor Swift, and that's a big Swifty problem. Definitely huge. In other words, gotta lift Lithuania, Taylor. Do it. Taylor knows that she's wanted everywhere. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Especially Brazil. <laughs> yes. She's a hot commodity. <laughs> She'll get there. She'll get there. Don't give up hope. Our next mini segment is from at 13 underscore Swift fan underscore 13. Missing the time they reveal the secret song. Because you're busy doing something Taylor-related. Swifty problems. Our next one comes from at Rebecca Ormisher. It feels like a perfect night to dance around to Taylor's music all night long. Longest day of the year today. Yay! So that She must have done that on the summer solstice. She's got a double hitter here. Uh, Rebecca Ormisher also says, When you blast Taylor's music all around the house and the neighbors come and ask what the racket is. Swifty problems. Oh my god. Dance party! There, our next Swifty problem is from Tiffanatic Swift. I'm broke from buying red tour tickets, so I can't buy Taylor the perfume. Swifty problem. Oh, we all have that problem. Yeah, we really do. We're all like, I just spent money on this Taylor thing, but I want this Taylor thing. I just I bought more tickets yeah. today, so. Yeah, it's tough. If only I I had Taylor's bank account, then I could buy a lot of Taylor things. This leads me to my thought, which I'm sure I've said before, that there needs to be some sort of Swifty rewards program. Oh, God, yes. Yes, please. (laughs) Because I spend so much money on Taylor-related items. Me too. Our next one is from Jill on Facebook. Hi, Jill. That's one of my friends. (laughs) And she said... My current Swifty problem is that I'm in Taylor live performance withdrawal. It's only been two weeks since I saw her, and I don't know what I'm going to do after Gillette Stadium when I won't be seeing her until CMA Fest 2014. That's Dang. newer. That's um, East Rutherford, right? No, it's in Foxborough, Massachusetts, near Boston. Our next one is comes from 13 Courtney 13 on Taylor Connect. I have a Swifty problem. 
having to wait a week for a new episode of Swift Tea. Aww. Aww, we love you. And our last one is from 13 underscore Swift fan underscore 13. It feels like the perfect night to watch the Speak Now World Tour DVD again, because it's Sunday. <laughs> Every day is a good day for that. There's never a bad day for that at all. I am 100% there with you. So, um, I know we usually do quote of the week, and we skipped it last week because we had a lot to cover, and do not hate us. But um, this is going to be a, also a very long episode that we're kind of pushing the envelope with, so we are just going to push it back one more week. So we will return with quote of the week next week. I know we normally do that, but we're just trying to not give you like an incredibly long episode so you actually have time to sit and listen to it. So we have someone special with us here today. Uh, we have, if you guys have, might have seen him on Twitter, his handle is a guy Swifty. His name is Nate. Say hi, Nate. Hey, how's everybody? Thanks for having me. <laughs> and we're really super excited to have him for our June fan of the month. We are very excited. We know we're a little bit late on this. We apologize. There was just all this crazy stuff happening at the beginning of the month and CMA Fest and everything. So we apologize for the fact that the fan of the month is late. However, we have an awesome fan of the month, so it's worth the wait. Well, thank you so much. I, I'm really, I'm just even surprised you guys considered me at all. So just well, kind of like out of left field. Love so the thank you. Guy Swifty problems that you include in our <laughs> mini segments. Well, thank yeah, you. you have yeah, awesome, awesome guys with you problems. <laughs> well, so let's uh, start off with the most obvious question here. Uh, why did you become a Swifty? Um. Wow. I. I mean, that's kind of like a big question. Um. <laughs> why do I breathe air? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, there's that. I guess it. It all kind of happened pretty like gradually. Like um, uh, like back when I was in high school, like I first heard um you know um off her off taylor swift her first album uh like teardrops on my guitar tim mcgraw like i heard those songs and i liked them and i was like a fan and fearless came out and it was like same thing with love story and you belong with me i was always like a fan but i didn't really like consider myself a swifty until like speak now so um and with speak now like really i just fell in love with the entire track listing so um and yeah yeah it was all just like a big like snowball experience from there so um you know like free time like turned into Taylor um, time <laughs> you know like hours and uh, of just like watching youtube videos and uh music videos and live performances and like ellen interviews and just like the whole shebang of taylor so like i felt almost like obligated you know as a swifty to like catch up on everything and so so yeah um and yeah i just like fell in love with her music so and when did you first see her in concert? My first concert was actually last month, um, May 8th in Columbus was my first one. So, yeah, it was wow. incredible. Awesome. So yeah. how was that experience for you? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, like, I don't know, just very, very surreal. Just just incredible. So, um, like, really, if, if anyone ever has a chance to get to, to any show of hers, like, really, it is so worth it. So... Every time when I go to a Taylor concert and I haven't seen her in a while, even if it's only been like three or four months, I just can't believe that she's actually there. I know it's crazy. Like <laughs> I'd seen her like a month ago when I when I went this past weekend. It was just like you know starting over again. It was just very new and just exciting and fun. So I don't know. So you went to both of the Toronto shows, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Both Friday night and Saturday night. Are you yeah. planning to go to any more after that? 
Um, hopefully if I can, um, like I'd love to go to the Philadelphia show. Um, I'd love to go to Nashville if possible. Um, so do it. We're going to be there. You guys are going to be down in Nashville. For sure. We're going to be down in Nashville. Nice. There we go. All right. (laughs) Those definitely promise to be some epic shows. Not that every show of course isn't epic, but I have a feeling those are going to be extra special. Are you guys going to all three of those shows? Of course. Nice. Uh, yeah. You can't just <laughs> go to one. Wow. Yes, we are. <laughs> what can we say? We, uh, we're dedicated. Know? Yeah, we're dedicated. <laughs> well, that's how you got to do it. So, I mean, really, I wouldn't do it any other way. So, Exactly. I mean, go big or go home, right? Exactly. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you going to so, ask um, a question like a minute ago? Me? Yeah. Oh, um, I was, oh, yeah. So have you seen the Speak Now Tour DVD? The DVD? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have it for sure, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I wish I would have seen the the actual Speak Now Tour live. It was amazing, I will admit. Um, but what I was going to ask you is, um, if, like, I know you didn't get a chance to see the Speak Now Tour concert live, but you got to see the DVD. Um, what, like, do you think that there's a huge change between the Speak Now uh, show and uh, the Red Show? Um... I guess maybe in like a like a whimsical sense almost or like a you know like a fantasy element kind of sense I guess it's different I mean you don't really have that with the red show um but the red show still is very like theatrical and very um almost like over the top not not like you know not in a bad way but you know just very engaging and you're just very into the show um and and I was like that with the DVD too so it just um it both parallel in the sense where it just really involves the audience and captivates them and you know um really you leave the you leave the venue uh with a great experience so i know that when i went to the speak now tour i thought absolutely nothing can ever top this and then i went to the red <laughs> tour and again i feel that way <laughs> but i know that the next tour whatever she does is gonna just end up blowing my mind oh i can't even wait yeah it's one of those things where I've been seeing her live since, like, before she even put out the Fearless album. And I feel like every progression that she has, you know, from opening for people, I used to, like, go watch her open for Rascal Flats and stuff like that, to headlining her first Fearless tour, to Speak Now, to Red. It's like, you think, wow, this is amazing. Nothing can top that. And because because you can't you can't imagine something being able to top that. And then somehow she just manages to do it anyways. That she does. So, I mean, I can't even, like, w- imagine looking ahead to the possibilities of Album 5 and what the next tour could entail. <laughs> I'm just like, Red is Red is amazing. Like, I, I don't even know what could ever, like, yeah. It's very exciting. I thought the same thing about, about now and Red did it, so. I don't even want to think about that because when that happens, that means the Red Tour will be over. And oh, I'm just I know. Enjoying it's so it so sad. much right now that I never <laughs> wanted to end. <laughs> so, there are a few interesting things that happened at the Toronto shows. The first oh yeah, definitely. Which is that for some reason Taylor changed her shirt. She did, yeah. I'm not sure why. <laughs> we're not sure I don't either. Know. We were speculating on our last episode that maybe she spilled something on every single one of the other shirts. Yeah, we I was had. like, <laughs> I was like, she can't have just one shirt. I mean, I was like, there's no way. I don't know. I guess she just felt like it. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. I mean, really. So. <laughs> So then Friday night on the B stage, she sang Tim McGraw, and I'm so jealous that you got to see that. Oh, that was so nice. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe it Yeah, when she started singing. She introduced it. She didn't really um, 
well, you know, she gave a very vague introduction, and as soon as she said first album, I just started getting really excited, and then, um, and then, yeah, she just started into it. I just like started cheering. I was so excited. It was awesome. Especially, yeah, since this was your first time seeing her, you didn't get a chance to see a lot of her older songs performed live. Right, exactly. So extra exciting. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I will admit, I am highly jealous of you. Not only did you get to see Tim McGraw acoustic on the B stage, but you also got to see Highway Don't Care. Oh, man. Taylor acoustic <laughs> on the B stage. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. Hi. She started singing that, and I thought she was actually going to bring Tim McGraw like out on stage. Um, I had heard rumors like on Friday night. Well, supposedly like Faith Hill was there and Shania Twain, and somebody told well, me Tim said McGraw that, was but there. Then- Tim McGraw actually had a show in Salt Lake City, so he couldn't have been there. Okay, yeah, so it's like, yeah, I don't really know. But, um, so yeah, the, um, well, I thought she was maybe gonna, yeah, like, bring him out, and but she did a, really, a beautiful rendition just by herself, so, um, yeah, it was incredible. Green, I'm green, I'm turning green. <laughs> it's happening, I'm green. I s- still, and I've said this on our last episode, too, have not recovered from the CMA Fest performance of that song. I will never <laughs> I am not either. <laughs> that was absolutely incredible. And on the Saturday night show, didn't she cut her knee or something during the performance? Yeah. Um, I was in pit for Saturday night, so I was like right there. Um, now, some like the rumor was it was going around that... Um, like maybe when, like during I Knew You Were in Trouble, when she um, kind of like slams on the ground, you know, like lying on the cold hard ground, she like slams on the ground. Somebody thought she may have like cut her knee on um, like one of the, you know, pieces of the stage that kind of open up or, or raise or, you know, whatever. Um, but like just going back and watching the videos like today, um, her knee was fine like at the end of the performance. So I don't really know. She must have cut it. Um, like backstage or like when she was putting on a costume or something like that. So maybe during a quick change, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she came out uh, during treacherous, and her her knee just like had this gash in it, just like bleeding down. But um, yeah, yeah, it was like sad. it was like sad at first, and then um, and then you realize like um, uh, I, I think T Swift on tour put it um, like she's a trooper. Like really, she didn't flinch at all. She didn't. She was still like bending her knees. She was just like doing the entire performance just perfectly. Like it didn't phase her at all. So that's our Taylor. The other thing that I'm extremely jealous about about the Toronto shows is that weren't those the first shows where they were giving out samples of Taylor the fragrance? Oh yes, and it smells incredible. Like it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. I was walking around the venue before the show. And, you know, I had my shirt on, I had my lights going and everything, and, um, you know, I'm running around, I'm taking the pictures of the dresses and things like that, and um, and here's the girl, like, handing out the sample, you know, fragrances. And, you know, I'm kind of like, there's like a little line, and then she, she just, like, skips right over me and goes to the girl behind me. I'm like, I'm like, alright, I'm a guy here, but, you know, clearly I want Taylor, Taylor by Taylor. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I, you know, I'll take one of those. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh, that's sad. I was thinking about tweeting that, like, guys, Swifty problems. Did you make, like, a special shirt or anything for the concert? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, on my shirt, it was um, from the 22 video. Um, it says, not a lot going on at the moment, the, the very first one she's wearing in the video. Um, yeah. I had that, but instead of not a lot going on at the moment, it said, red tour going on at the moment. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> And then I had my handle, uh, my Twitter handle on the back of my shirt, so and it was all lit up, and I had some red lights and things like that, so. That's really cool. That's very creative. I approve. I also approve. 
Well, it sounds like you had an amazing time. And then you got to see Taylor somewhere the next day, too. Yeah, at the MMBAs. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, How was that? Tell us everything. Tell everything about the MMBAs. All right. Everything. <laughs> um, okay. Well, everything I guess I'll just like start. About Taylor. I'll start at like, um, I guess like at noon. I got there like at noon. And um, like it was all out in the streets, um, which isn't that typical for like an awards show. Like it was literally like in the streets. They shut down roads and uh, things like that. Um, but I got there about noon. What what happened like the years previous, and because there really wasn't a lot of information going around about like what to actually do, like at the MMBAs, like um, what had happened years past. Um, basically, if you showed up early enough and got a spot in line, um, then you were basically just able to get into the show. But this year they changed a lot of things. They they like threw up a bunch of new rules, and nobody really had any idea what was going on. So. Um, so I got there about noon, and I got in line. I found a line there. It ended up being for um, the red carpet. So um, I got in there. Um, and, yeah, I started talking to some, you know, um, some really, like, very cool, like, Canadians who were also there, you know, supporting, you know, their artists and things like that. And um, and uh, basically what they did was, like, like, we were in the, well, we called us the nobody's line. Um, there was, like, 500 people, like, ahead of us. Um, who had been there, like, it got there at, like, 10 a.m., and they all got, like, these ticket stubs and just, like, all this crazy stuff that was going on. Um, and then we were the people, basically, without the ticket stubs, so it was, like, we had to be lucky to get in. So um, about, like, 4.30 or something like that, we had been waiting there for, you know, four and a half hours. They started um, just, like, filing everyone into the red carpet, um, people who had their tickets anyway. And then they started filing, basically, the nobody's in as, you know, as filler, you know, behind all these people that had tickets. So anyway, the, the people I was with, we pushed our way like into the red carpet, basically. We were able to kind of, you know, butt some people out of the way and um, kind of get in there. And um, yeah, we ended up being... Um, actually, I, I went back and looked at the videos. I am on camera a few times, actually. Like, all the way down, like, at the end of the red carpet where the, the celebrities, like, actually walk into much music, where, where they get prepped for the show and things like that. Um, I had a spot basically right there, so... Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, everyone that you guys saw on TV came through the red carpet. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, Did you get to see Taylor when she walked in? Yes. Um, yeah. Well, here, I'll get to that. Uh, Ed Ed was first, I guess, um, which was really cool. Like, he, he spent a lot of time on the red carpet. He did a lot of interviews and a lot of time with fans and things like that. Um, I didn't get a signature or anything, but um, I got a, a really nice picture of him. I, like, put up on my Twitter. And then, um, so like he went in and, and then, yeah, Taylor showed up. Actually, Taylor's publicist was there like walking around before Taylor even got there, um, which was, um, kind of cool. I, like I pointed her out and, and showed her to some people and they just had really no idea what I was talking about, but, um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, Taylor got there and, um, yeah, she showed up and really, I mean, she was drop dead gorgeous. I, I think I tweeted, I said something like, um, you know, the pictures really just do not do her justice. Like, really, um, yeah, it was incredible to see her on the red carpet. So, um, basically what happened, um, like, you know, she got there, she did, like, the initial interview and then, like, a second interview, but then she got, like, rushed, like, straight into the building. So she didn't even, like, stop and, and talk to the fans, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, and I didn't really get any, any good pictures of her. Um, they're all kind of, like, blurry, but... But still, it was amazing, like, seeing her. As she was walking by, I was, like, shouting her name, 
just like crazy trying to get like a little selfie with her as she was walking by, but yeah, no luck. But, but yeah, yeah. Either way, that was it was just a great experience. You still got so, to be close to her, right? Exactly. I was like twelve inches from her face, like shouting at her. So I don't know. Yeah. Then after the red carpet, you know, they funneled everybody out, and um, actually at the end of the red carpet, if you guys maybe saw like from the live streams or from the you know the videos or whatever, I guess it wasn't live, but yeah, from the videos, um, the side stage for the show was actually like at the end of the red carpet there. So we had to like walk around like the entire block to try and get like a spot with the side stage. And um and like I was saying with they, they they did a bunch of like new restrictions this year. So we couldn't even like get into the actual show. We had to uh wait outside um this like ten foot chain link fence that they put up. Um, and on top of that, they, they like covered the fence with like a tarp and like zip tied it down and everything. Nobody could even see inside. So, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of, yeah, for a free show, we were all just like very confused why they wouldn't, you know, open this to the public or, you know, have it like it was years previously. So, um, anyway, so well, the show started, um, we found a decent spot where someone had kind of like pulled the tarp down and then this guy came with scissors and just started like snipping all the zip ties and security's just like running after him. And, uh, and everyone just, like, was cheering him and got to, like, watch the show from outside, so, um, so I was able to, like, see Ed perform. I was, like, right by the side stage where Ed was performing, and, um, um, you know, some of the art other artists that were on, uh, Philip Phillips was on, and he was, he was great. Um, but we didn't really have, like, a good view of the main stage, so I really didn't see Taylor at all, but other otherwise, though, yeah, uh, yeah, there was, like, a big screen kind of next to us, and we got to watch, like, uh, the entire show on that basically that you know on the other half of the stage and yeah it, it overall though yeah it was just like an incredible experience so uh got to see all the fireworks and everything you know shooting over our heads so that was pretty cool very cool well it sounds like your weekend was quite the vacation to quote our taylor dictionary <laughs> <laughs> i like it yes absolutely <laughs> i use that in everyday life conversations <laughs> So, is there anything else cool that you want to mention about the shows or anything else? Um, yeah, like um, on June fourteenth, the Friday show. Um, during uh, well, actually, like I think it was right before me, right before Taylor started performing, me and she came out, you know, with her banjo, and um, she gave a little speech. She said, um, you know, how much she loves Toronto, and then she said uh, she was just awarded backstage um, for. Uh, getting four times platinum in Canada. So everyone, you know, just started cheering. Yeah, it was great. And Scott Borchetta was there, and yeah, it was very cool. That's awesome. And actually, another thing that happened on Friday, they had a lot of, like, little stage, like, malfunction things going on. Yeah, um, I heard something about that. Yeah, the B stage, actually, during Tim McGraw, stopped rotating, like, a quarter of the way. And Taylor was just, like, kept kept kind of singing, you know? She's, like, looking at the stage. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, that stage is moving a lot slower than I, I remember it. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it turns out it just, like, it just, like, broke, so. Yeah, she doesn't really stop performing for anything. She didn't even blink when the fire alarm was going off during All Too Well in Lexington. Oh, yeah, she took it all in stride. Yeah, she was just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was great. And then, um, yeah, and then also, uh, during Treacherous, she's standing on the platform. And, um, the platform didn't raise at first. And then it just kind of, like, kind of, you know, jerked. And then it just kind of started going up, like, you know, at the wrong time, so. That happened, too. I don't know. So, I was kind of laughing a little bit, but, you know, as Taylor says, you know, it's a live show, so. <laughs> live show, it's a live show, folks. 
Um, Sometimes it's almost refreshing to see those little malfunctions happen because it keeps the show right. new and interesting. Right, exactly. Very, very like real and in the moment, yeah. You can tell that nothing phases her. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, and then like for Saturday, actually, when we were in the pit line, um, like before the show even started, um, there was a girl who was walking around, and I'm not sure who she was. I didn't get her name, um, but it, it could have been a group of girls too. But they were handing out... Um, these like red paper hearts um and, and they, they instructed everyone they said hey you know hold this up during all too well and um and a bunch of people that i saw that had them did so um it was very cool i haven't i haven't found a youtube video yet that shows like uh it shows the crowd holding them up at all but yeah it was very cool taylor actually noticed like as the song was starting everyone started holding them up and uh when she looked out she kind of like smiled and then you could kind of catch her like trying to stifle her smile to, to keep the performance going but Oh, um, that's really sweet. Yeah, it was very cool. So, so. Oh, yeah. And then on Saturday, actually, um, I don't know if you guys know um, the Swift Agency. Yeah, we um, do. Yeah, yeah. Augustine. You know him? Yeah, yeah. Augustine. Augustine. He was. Hi. <laughs> yeah, he was at the show on Saturday. It was very cool. Yeah, he showed up, and I met him outside, like um, when I was waiting to to at will call for my pit ticket, and he was uh, just very nice, very genuine, and um, yeah, he's yeah, just a, a great person overall. So. Yeah, he was walking around, he had a suit on, he had like a great seat, like right in front row there. And yeah, he was really excited to be there too, so. Now, since you sort of joined the fandom, have you found a lot of other guy Swifties like yourself and become friends with any of them? Um, yeah, I guess kinda. Um, every time, like, I, I get a new, like, guy follower on, on Twitter, you know, I'll, I'll have like a little chat with him and then, um, actually I have this list going on, on Twitter. I have a list of everyone that I've come across that's a guy Swifty. I have like maybe about two hundred actual like guy Swifties out of my followers, so so yeah, they it's do actually exist. really cool. Yeah, perfectly okay to be a guy and be a Swiftie. Taylor's awesome. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> oh, and did you see the guy at um at the MMBAs like towards the end? Um, and uh, she goes to the crowd, and uh, you know the one um the one MC or whatever. She goes to the crowd and. Uh, she goes, and who do you want to see? And, and there's a guy there, and he's just like, Taylor! He's like, I want to meet her! I, I just started cheering, it was so exciting. <laughs> a lot of people actually thought I was that guy, but I was like, no, that wasn't me. I was kind of watching from a distance, but... Well, yeah, thank it was very you cool. so much for telling us all about your Taylor-filled weekend and everything else. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm just like glad to be here, so... Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to have you, I'm glad to hear everything. <laughs> for sure. So some of you may remember on um episode 10 I I gave Nate a shout out because he was really awesome and donated a ticket to my Dreaming in Red giveaway. So we were able to send somebody who otherwise would not have been able to go to the show to the Saturday Night Toronto show thanks to him. So that's another reason why he's an awesome fan and we really wanted him for a fan of the month because like we've said that's what Swifties helping Swifties is all about. So it's definitely awesome. Well, thank you. I'm always glad to like to help out. I mean, really, if I can afford it, anyway. Yeah, I know it's. I mean, <laughs> it's you know when you're in a position like I've been fortunate to go to five red shows, you just really think about the people that can't even go to one, and it just makes right you exactly help everybody exactly right. Yeah, it's it's really too good of a show to miss. So. Yeah, and every person that I've gotten to send has just had the most amazing time of their lives, and just makes it so worth it. Well, thank you so much, Nate, for joining us. Oh, thank you guys for having me, really. Yeah, it's been great. I love you yeah, guys. You I love this show. Awesome. Keep we it love going. Your stories, and we love the fact that there's guy Swifties out there. And Woohoo. 
If you are a guy Swifty, take this as a lesson. We want to hear from you. We want to know you exist. Absolutely. Exactly. This is not just a girl dominated fandom. Absolutely. Men are yeah. definitely welcome here. <laughs> yeah, you know, stay in touch. Keep submitting your awesome guy Swifty problems. Well, thank you. I most definitely will. Well, I hope you guys all enjoyed Nate's awesome stories. Yay. And uh, now it's time to talk about some of our fan projects we got going on. So the first update that I wanted to give was about my Dreaming in Red ticket giveaway, which I'm sure many of you are well aware of by now. I've been collecting letters from fans who couldn't get tickets to see Taylor and trying to get tickets for them through various different means. Some of them I bought myself, some of them donors have helped out, and something really, really cool happened. I got an email a few weeks or maybe a month or so ago from one of our listeners named Mackenzie who wanted to go to the Pittsburgh show with her mom, but they couldn't get tickets. And as you know, Keds is one of the sponsors of the tour, and they did a really amazing thing and gave me a pair of tickets so that I could give it to Mackenzie and her mom because I emailed them and told them what I was doing and how I really wanted to help them out. So... I'm already going to the Pittsburgh show. I already had a ticket, but now I get to pick up two extra tickets when I get there, courtesy of Keds, and meet up with them to give them their tickets. So that was really, really cool of them to do. That is awesome. And I think that Taylor picked a really good sponsor and that they actually care a lot about the fans. So I'm very appreciative. And also, it's pretty cool that we're getting to help out one of our listeners who heard about the contest here on the show. So really cool. Yeah. So if you have not gotten been able to get tickets to see Taylor on the US or Canadian leg of the tour and you want to send me an email to dreaminginred13 at gmail.com telling me your story of why you couldn't get tickets and why you want to go and what city, I will keep trying to help out as many people as possible. There's some amazing Swifty angels out there. I love this project that you do. I think it's really cool. And it's so cool that other people have like, helped out with it. Um, we got a message recently on our Taylor Connect page from um, Sparks underscore Fly underscore 13. And uh, we just wanted to share what you wrote because we thought it was like really inspiring and kind of really highlights like so many amazing things about Taylor that you don't always hear in the media. This is a summary of what we received from Sparks underscore Fly underscore 13. Her name is Emma. Her little brother has severe autism. He can't really talk. He he will sing every word of both Fearless and Sparks Fly, however. One day she videotaped him singing Fearless and she put it on YouTube and it ended up getting up over 1,000 views. A few weeks later, she was reading a thread that someone posted on Taylor Connect about Taylor's Wonderstruck tours. However, the closest meet and greet was in Nashville, which is 10 hours away from where she lived. She begged her parents for a few days before her mom called Belk, where Taylor was going to meet about 100 fans. Her mom called the woman about her little brother and how it would mean the world to him, her sisters, and her to meet Taylor. They all thought they had a chance, and the woman told them that they would have to wait in line the next night in Nashville to get tickets. Not only that, they would have to be one of the first 100 people in line. Obviously, that wasn't going to happen for them because they just couldn't make it. They were sad. She was sad, but she tried not to show it. A few nights later, her parents called a meeting in the living room. Her dad had his video camera out, which she found weird. Her mom said, Emma, remember the Wonderstruck tour? Well, the manager of Belk heard our story. He heard his employee. He had his employee wait in line for us, and he got us tickets. You're going to meet Taylor. 
It was the best feeling in the world. The next few days flew by. Her parents drove her, her little brother, and her sisters to Nashville. That morning, she met. they all met Taylor. They were invited to go to Belk early to get the tickets. Once we, they were there, the workers welcomed us, gave them Wondershot cookies, M&Ms, and even did their makeup. They got to meet the manager, who hugged them and thanked them many times. We walked over to one of Taylor's bodyguards, who was there early. The bodyguard made a call, then gave the manager a ticket. The ticket happened to be a free ticket for her brother to meet Taylor. Her little sister met her first, then her, then her other sisters. She was very nervous, but Taylor, she says Taylor was the sweetest person ever. She got a hug from Taylor when she told her that they came all the way from Chicago. She told her her brother's story, and she says Taylor listened so intently that she felt like she was the best friend she'd had forever. Her brother got to meet Taylor twice. And she says that she's never seen her brother as calm as he was with Taylor. This story actually hits really close to home for me because I have an autistic nephew. So I really know how she feels with her brother meeting people and being calm around some and needing and with the talking thing too because my nephew a few years ago, he wasn't talking at all. So I just really wanted to share this story with you guys. We all did. Taylor's so sweet. Sorry, I'm literally melting right now. That I that's why it came out choppy. I'm like trying not to cry. We all love Taylor, but I think it's just like it's not just, you know, writing music and stuff. It's the fact that she goes out of her way to like do things like this for people and she just has such a pr- profound effect on people like this is really cool. In talking about Taylor like affecting people in a really positive way, uh, a fan has a cool project. This project is created by Live Love Swifty 13 and Live With The Pain 13 on Taylor Connect. It's their thank you video project. They are putting together this project with as many Swifties as possible to say thank you to Taylor for all she's done. And what they want to do is make a letter or sign just to thank Taylor. So far they have about 10 Swifties on it and they're trying to get a lot more. They are also trying to put together either a second part of the video or or something to show Taylor how proud we are of her and how far she's come. And they want them you to be as creative as possible and if you have any questions about it or want to know more in depth of what they're doing, you can follow their Instagram at Live Love Swifty or PM either of them on Taylor Connect. And the Twitter for it is Thank So Thanks Tay Swift. So basically thank Tay T A Y Swift. And the best way to submit is to PM your letter to live with the pain 13 on Taylor Connect if you want to. Well, that's really, really cool. So an awesome fan from the UK uh, wants to organize a sort of a UK Swifties meetup. Um, that's actually a couple of different fans. It's a Swiftness Angel, Swifty Kingdom, and Swifty Star X on Twitter. Uh, they're trying to organize a UK, ma- UK meetup of Swifties of the British persuasion. <laughs> They'd like to organize it in Hyde Park in London, but depending on how many UK Swifties they can kind of get on board, uh, they've elected maybe kind of extend meetups to like Birmingham and Liverpool and Manchester. So if you're a Swifty from the UK and you want to hang out and meet up with other Swifties, uh, check out their page for these meetups. 
It's at facebook.com London, London Meetup for Swifties. And we'll link that um, on our website at swiftcast.com or swiftcast13.com on the uh, give or on the yeah, on the fan projects tab along with everything else. And this next one isn't exactly a project, but we came across a really hilarious YouTube video that we wanted to share. Um, I will edit the title just for recording purposes. It's Stuff Taylor Swift's Boyfriends Say. Um, oh my god, that was the video I found. <laughs> that was hilarious. So, if you like funny videos and you like Taylor, I would watch this, and we will link it on our website. Yeah, and the, the, and the user, um, Ashy Boo, I don't know how to pronounce that, it's B-O-U, it's A-S-H-Y-B-O-U on YouTube, is the user that created this. She also has some other Taylor-themed videos up, too, so go check out her stuff. Reminder, all projects that are still going on that we've mentioned on previous episodes can be found on our website, swiftcast13.com, under our Fan Projects tab. And now it's time for our Taylor Dictionary. Today's dictionary word is girl next dooritis. I suffer from girl next dooritis, where the guy is friends with you, and that is it. Taylor Swift. That's an actual quote. Oh, that happens a lot. It's like yeah, you have. It's so awkward when you have, when you realize that you have feelings for like somebody that you're really good pals with, because it's like, what do I do? It is because a lot of people are friends with guys that they can't have. Um, we just wanted to remind you guys that there's lots of different ways that you can get in touch with us if you want to submit for either our mini-segments or, you know, a thought on a discussion topic that we're having or anything like that. We love to hear from you guys. We love, to, you know, for you guys to talk to us and get a hold of us and everything. So um, all you got to do is tweet us at Taylor Swift. Or all you got to do is tweet us at SwiftCast13. Uh, you can get you can catch us on Facebook at SwiftCast13. You can Taylor connect us at SwiftCast13. You can email us at swiftcast13.gmail.com at gmail.com. You can use our contact form directly on our website at swiftcast13.com. You can give us a Tumblr ask at swiftcast13.tumblr.com slash ask. Or you can get a hold of us on our blog at swiftcast13.wordpress.com. And all of these methods are listed on our website at swiftcast13.com, so you don't have to really memorize anything. And finally, we wanted to update you on our giveaways going on. Um, the first one is our iTunes giveaway. We are going to be giving away this time a package of red guitar picks and a red sticker. And it's easy to enter. Just rate us five stars on iTunes and leave a review telling us what you think of the show. And the contest will go until we get 50 reviews, and then we will pick one at random to win the prize. And the ratings and reviews, as you know, help other Swifties find us, so we'd really appreciate it if you would write one. That would be really, really awesome. Remember, we do a Twitter giveaway during the week of the 13th every month. Also, we play random Taylor trivia giveaway games on our Twitter, so make sure you're following us at SwiftCast13 on Twitter. And please like us on Facebook, because you're automatically entered into our Facebook contest which I am trying to come up with as we speak. Yeah, I think that uh, pretty much covers our lots of things to cover today episode. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed our discussion topics and everything. And as you have been saying, get a hold of us anytime in any way for anything, because we want to hear from you guys. So thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, this has been Belle for episode 11. Ashley. Emily. And Haley. Yeah, we'll catch up with you guys next week. All right. We love you. Love, love, love. love, love. Fan hearts. Bye. Bye. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift. 